Hello and welcome back to O's Up, third episode. Uh, terribly sorry about the wait. I mean, this podcast isn't going to come out as frequently as Beyond the Ballpark. I mean, that's weekly. That's my main podcast. This is kind of a secondary, so um, back at it. Um, third episode, I was on vacation, so... We're going to talk some more Orioles baseball today. I mean, it's a podcast. I mean, what do you expect? The, the My favorite team in baseball. And, you know, super excited to come back. And, again, it's just, this podcast is just going to be a little inconsistent as a disclaimer. Um, it's just the way it's going to be because I, I have another one. So it's going to get a little, you know, hinky with this. But we're back, and I'm super excited. And I think... Without further ado, we should get started. Alright, so we're actually just going to do, um, we're just going to do the tier ranking, not going to go over any roster moves whatsoever, um, so I think we're just going to get into it. I found this tier maker list, um, that... You know, we can do. Has a ton of Oriole players, you know, listed. And we're just going to, we're just going to see what, you know, what we can do, what we can rank. Um, and, yeah, we're just, we're going to hop into this episode. Um, you know, um, some of them are gone. This is a little dated, but. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I'm just going to hump it in before I do any more dilly-dallying. Um, so we're going to start it off with Keegan Aiken. Keegan Aiken's funky, simply because he's just, I don't know, he's like inconsistent at times. He had a bad spring, had bad, like, spring training, um, but then... He had, like, a good rookie debut, and now he's, like, kind of solid as a starter. <sighs> I don't know. I want to I wanna give Keegan Aiken the benefit of the doubt. I really don't know what to do with him. I just don't. I, he's not C or D. He's either a, S, A, or B, and I'm sorry I didn't explain. But D being a worse, and then C, B, A, S. Um, so, I really just... It's just, Keegan Aiken's so weird. I think right now, uh, I'm going to put him in B. I mean, I can't really put him any higher than that. I mean, Keegan Aiken, like, I want to put him in A. And, like, I think he has the potential to go there and maybe even S. But I think right now in this scenario, you have to look, respect that, like, he's had some inconsistencies. He's had some times where he's, like, not that top prospect that the Orioles thought. But overall, he, I really like Keegan Aiken. I think he goes on B. But I think maybe by the end of this episode, we can get him to A. He's really on the cusp. But I think just because he's not going five innings, it's just like, yeah. So, yeah. Keegan Aiken, I think right now, um, yeah. I'm going to put him in... I'm going to put him in peace. Sean Armstrong. Sean Armstrong uh, got DFA'd. Uh, I think that... 
I mean, I like Sean Armstrong as a pitcher. He's kind of cool. I'm going to put him in C. I mean, uh, I think just, you know, it's, it's Sean Armstrong. I liked him as a pitcher. We had DFA'd, so it, it's kind of different. But, um, you know, you obvi obviously have to, you know, it, it it's different just because... I mean, I liked him personally, but the Orioles didn't. I think that's just, it just kind of evens out. And I think right now, Sean Armstrong uh, goes in the C category. Ryland Bannon. Ryland Bannon, we're going to get a couple of guys on here. Not on the active roster, quite a few actually. Ryland Bannon's weird because, like, his spring was bad. Um, so, like, it's different. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what to do with Ryland Bannon just because, like, I haven't seen him play, and I know he didn't have a great spring when he had, like, a serious, like, opportunity. Um... So, it, it's just weird in that way. Uh, Ryland Bannon is just going to go in the middle. I think a lot of these prospects just are going to go in the middle simply because I haven't seen, you know, a lot of these guys play. Um, or some of these guys. So, uh, it's just where they're going to fall and, like, where they're going to land in the moment. So, Ryland Bannon be. Michael Bauman, Mike Bauman, uh, another B, uh, Bauman, I mean, I've heard amazing stuff about him, but he does have that injury issue, so it, it kind of makes it difficult. Mike, Mike Bauman is, I've heard, a real fireballer and has, like, the potential to be a starter, but could potentially be a bullpen guy. So Bauman, I think, is just going to go right and be, um, right next to his good friend, Ryland Bannon, uh, currently, or. Er, Bauman's at like double A right now. Uh, let me go. D give me a, a minute to uh, to check that. Um, Mike Bauman, w I think he's at double A because he got injured and then like he got sent on rehab by Norfolk. Mike Bauman, double A right now. Um, he really, it's just the injury issue for that guy. But again, I haven't seen him, so it makes it different. Chris Davis. Chris Davis is D. Chris Davis is so trash. He's eating so much money and he doesn't even deserve it. Um, I mean, like, Chris Davis is just terrible. He's just a terrible player. I respect it. Like, he's seriously, like, trying to like, pivot his career. But he's just so trash. And, he, like, the fact that he, like, just looks at strikes right down the middle that he knows he can hit if he actually tried. Chris Davis is just trash. And if you're an Orioles fan, you totally agree. Just eating our money, like, right. Yeah. That's... I don't even need to say anything else. I just... Yeah. Yusniel Diaz. Yusniel Diaz is also a B. I have not seen Yusniel Diaz. I know he had a home run in spring training. Might promote him to A if, you know, I wanted him to. But, I mean, right now I think Diaz, um, right now just B. I haven't really seen him play. You know, I'm going to put a Keegan Aiken in A. I think prospects are just going to get their own category. A being good for Major League and then S being really good and then... B minor leaguers slash prospects 
CNT being below average and trash. Tom Eshelman, Thomas Eshelman is below average. I mean, they know, I know he's like a good spot starter. I know he's going to, you know, give you that if you want him to. But he just doesn't have good stuff. He's a contact guy. Just guys put contact on the ball. Thomas Eshelman is just not a very good starter, and I don't see a lot of potential with him. I definitely think the Orioles move him, like, DFA, get rid of him, do whatever they need to do. Definitely not a trade candidate, so it, it makes it tough. Um, so, yeah, Thomas Eshelman, yeah, it's just, like, not that great, but, like, provides something. So, Paul Fry. Paul Fry goes in A. Paul Fry is a really good reliever. I think one of the better relievers in baseball. Paul Fry is excellent stuff. Very good lefty. Uh, I really like watching him just come in and, like, shut the door if he needs to. Paul Fry, I think, is a really good lefty and just does really well um, for our squad. And, I, and Paul Fry just provides so much and puts it all out on the table. I appreciate that out of him. Paul Fry, I like to watch him pitch. Really, really fun. Um, okay, maybe this thing isn't going to work. Because B, I think Freddie Galvis goes in B's average. He's a very average guy. I mean, he, I know he's like got a fantastic glove, and I, we've seen that. Um, and then he supposedly has some pop in that bat, um, and I've seen that too. But overall, just you know, if he wasn't on the Orioles, I really don't think he's going to be a starter. And he's just on a team like the Orioles, just that veteran presence that's going to go out there every day and just willing to fill in the position that he is. I think Freddie Gallis is just the definition of average. You get, um, you know, a bit of a streaky bat combined with. A very solid glove. You're getting an average player. Ashton Gadu. Ashton Gadu goes in trash. I mean, the Orioles just... They got rid of him in, like, I don't even know. He had, just, like, part of spring training with us and then, like, didn't... Like, compl didn't make a major league roster. Ashton Gadu just... I just... Yeah, it's just big fat mess and, like, really nothing to speak about. Hunter Harvey. Hunter Harvey, I want to put him in D... But I'm going to put him in C right now. Harder Harvey is just and is so injury prone. Um, and we're going to talk about him with a guy um, coming up very soon. Um, Hunter Harvey is just so injury prone. He is that problem. Uh, not, you know, he's not very inconsistent. Can't stay on the field. Um, and when he is, he's not that good. I mean, I know the Orioles have a ton of hopes for him and, like, what his future holds. But I think right now, Hunter Harvey's just not that good, and I really don't see any potential in him. I think he's a guy that the Orioles can possibly move. Like, just, uh, I mean, I, they have hopes on him, but I don't, so makes it weird. Matt Harvey. Matt Harvey's honestly is a bit of a surprise to me this year. I thought I would be doing way worse, just giving up runs left and right. But he's not. He's doing something. I'm going to put him in C. I mean, Matt Harvey just doesn't have great stuff. It's truly recognizable. Matt Harvey just, yeah, it's just not very good. Um, doesn't provide a lot of stuff. I mean, on a team like the Orioles, he's good. There, there are a bunch of guys in the Orioles that, on a team like the Orioles, they're good, but then, like, to the rest of the world, they're just not. Matt Harvey is exactly that. Like, he's just going to go out and, like, provide something, and even though it's not much, but that's the, or the scenario that the Orioles are in right now, so I think... But Matt Harvey is doing very surprisingly well. I thought he his starts would be much shorter, but he's going longer, a bit longer than I thought he would. I'm impressed. I, I give it up for Matt Harvey. I mean, man had, like, Tommy John, I think, or surgery, uh, and then he's trying to make a revival of his career. So I applaud him for that. I, you know, you, you truly have to appreciate uh, that.
Austin Hayes. Austin Hayes, I think, is, uh, it goes in the B. Austin Hayes, I mean, is actually kind of good when he's on the field at some points. Unlike Hunter Harvey, I mean, like, Hunter Harvey is, like, the, the Austin Hayes and pitchers. I mean, both are just so injury-prone. It's just, they just both get unlucky, and I think that's just the problem with their game. You know, both can't really stay on the field that much, and when they do, I mean, Austin Hayes, I definitely feel like, has more value than Hunter Harvey, but Hunter Harvey doesn't have the value when he's on the field. I mean, Austin Hayes at least brings something to the table, so that's why he's getting a tier higher than uh, Hunter Harvey, but just both are injury-prone, both are just, they have trouble staying on the field. I think that can be, that's just the real issue for those guys. Felix Hernandez, Felix Hernandez goes in the D, another, well, he just walked, so, I mean, there's just not much to say. Felix, King Felix, not King Felix anymore, and, of course, in Orioles fashion, just gets, gets picked up when, um, just gets picked up when the back end of his career, that's just the exact scenarios in, gonna go in D. Dean Kramer, I love Dean Kramer personally, I mean, I think the guy is awesome, and, like, he has definitely potential, like, but he's kind of like a streaky pitcher, like, when he's off, he's so off, but when he's on, he's on, so, like, it's just weird, because, you know, that's his scenario, I want to put him in A, he's definitely on the cusp, and if he can get a little more consistency under his belt, I definitely think he can get to A here, but right now, I'm going to put him in B, I just have to take into account that, like, Dean Kramer is just, he's had the inconsistencies, he's had the consistency, I think that kind of averages out and gets average, so, I, I mean, I love Dean Kramer, I I have super high hopes for him, I think he's going to be a starter for a long, long time in Baltimore, and, like, the stuff is there, the, like, the, the promise, the potential is there, just hasn't been showing it this year, the ball has just not moved his way, so, yeah, I think that's really all I have to say about him. Travis Lakins. Travis Lakins I don't like particularly, but, I mean, he is kind of a solid pitcher at times. He blew a game in Texas, which I was, like, so mad about. So, I'm going to put him in C. I mean, Travis Lakins just, I want to get rid of him. I, I just don't like him as a pitcher, but the Orioles, again, you know, just like Matt Harvey, I mean, they think those guys have potential, but they don't. And, like, yeah, I think both of those guys fall in the same scenario. I mean, Lakins can stay healthy. And but Harvey can't, so I mean I think Travis Lakins is kind of a better version of Hunter Harvey, so that's all I have to say. Wade LeBlanc, Wade LeBlanc goes in D. He's my second least favorite Oriole. I, I mean I hate him. I just, just he's so bad. I mean he's just terrible. He just provides no value whatsoever besides veteran presence. And, like, even then, just not that good. Wade LeBlanc is so trash. I was so happy when he just walked out the door. So, that's all I have to say. Uh, Jorge Lopez. Jorge Lopez is, like, weird. Because, like, he's kind of like Dean Kramer. Like, has the inconsistencies at times, but has the consistency at times. Uh, I mean, Jorge Lopez is slightly a surprising guy. I'm going to put him in B. I think he just kind of falls into the same scenario as Dean Kramer. When he's in, when the ball's not moving his way, he's just not good. But when the ball is moving his way, he is. So I think those guys kind of, you can see a real parallel. Dean Kramer, I just think, is has a lot more potential than Lopez and a lot better hopes around him. So, yeah, I think that's the story. Zach Lowther, I mean, like, Zach Lowther, uh, I mean, I actually have seen him play. I saw him close out that crazy 18-5 Indians game. Started a game, I didn't see that.
uh, and then, you know, he made his debut first, so I think he's just going to go in B. A lot of the prospects just going to hit the B category, so Lather, one of the few guys, made his debut, um, and I think that's just where he belongs right now. Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini is S. Trey Mancini is possibly the best Oriole, definitely in that conversation. And, like, Trey Mancini is so awesome. I mean, like, he had 35 home runs in 2019. Just an unbelievable year for him. And he's one of the better right-handed hitters in the game at that time. And then missed 2020 at colon cancer. He comes back. He defeats colon cancer. And then he like, he's, like, having a great year. He's competing in the home run derby. I'm so happy that he made that decision. Trey Mancini, comeback story of the century. I'm so mad that, like, he didn't make the all-star team, but... I mean, it is what it is. He's going to make it next year. I mean, like, Trey Mancini's just so good. And, like, I think you any pitcher should be genuinely scared of him. Like, when you face Trey Mancini. Trey Mancini is a real threat at the plate. Richie Martin. Richie Martin is a D. C or D. I'm going to put him in D right now. Trey, Richie Martin just brings little to no value, again, to the table. Richie Martin missed 2020. He... Probably gonna miss 2021. Richie Martin, I just don't think brings a lot of value, and you can really just like see that. So, well, the guy like him, just D. I, I just really, I haven't really seen him play to be honest, but just not very good. I don't think. I mean, not the most dazzling player out there. So, yeah, Isaac Matson. Isaac Matson is a B. He made his debut this year. Um which is good for him. I'm, I'm going to be happy for any guy that makes their debut. Uh, sadly, I did not see it, but uh, it certainly seemed to be a good one. And he was fortunately there for John Means as no hitter, so you got to give him some credit for that, but I haven't seen anything out of him. I'm going to put him in B right now. Ryan McKenna, another B. I mean, like, uh, so many prospects that are just falling in this category. McKenna's, like, actually the guy that's seen the most field in 2021 as a prospect. And, like, Ryan McKenna's just, um, he's weird just because he's a contact guy. He's, like, got barely any hits. I mean, plays a good outfield, a great home run robbery. Um, I like Ryan McKenna a lot. I think the potential is there. Just haven't really seen it yet. So, I think Ryan McKenna just, it's weird with him. John Means. John Means is an S. John Means has established himself as the Orioles, uh, He's established himself as the Orioles' ace, and John Means has just brought some of the greatest stuff I've ever seen out of an Orioles pitcher to the table. Through that no-hitter, I have my shirt, by the way. I was super excited to have that. Um, I'm going to get a ball, going to get a picture of it. John Means just is just so unbelievable. I mean, like, bad 2020, but then again, a lot of the big stars had bad 2020s, so you can't really take that into account. 2021 got off on the right foot through the no-hitter. He's just been so dominant. Sad that he's on the injured list because he's probably going to miss the All-Star game. But the, John Means is just so good. He's just, he's unbelievable. We saw him reset, you know, potential that we thought he had in 2019 uh, at the end of the year in his last two starts. And, um, you know, he's just showing pure dominance. And I think John Means has been one of the most effective Orioles uh, this year. Ryan Mountcastle. Ryan Mountcastle goes in A. I mean, he was cold, and then he got... He's, like, super hot right now. I love Ryan Mountcastle. Favorite player on the Orioles. Super exciting to watch. Super, just, like, fun player. 
Uh, and I think he's going to bring a lot of spirit to Oral fans for years to come. Only 24 years old. Drafted in 2015. Very quick turnaround, I feel like. Uh, a for him. He's just, like, he's really good. He's on the cusp of S. Ryan Mountcastle, huge fan. Great player. And just brings so much value to the or to this Orioles team. And if, like, I was saying this a couple months ago, I would have said, hell no. He's just bad. And now he's just seriously turning around. And he's turning around for his performance. Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins has been the best player on the Orioles this year. And I think there is no doubt in any Oral fan's mind that he has been there and been that player. Um, I mean, he was at best like a slop hitter, bunner, and, you know, potential platoon. He's really established himself as a center fielder. I mean, like, I've only seen him miss like one or two games. So Cedric Mullins is so incredibly good. Like, you can't ignore the, the talent that he has and... Like, the fact that he is just so good, and, I mean, he's an all-star. He's making it to the all-star game. Super excited about that. I'm super excited to see him perform in the all-star game. And just Cedric Mullins is simply the best oral right now. He's super consistent, hitting for a very good average, and just, yeah, he's playing gold-glove defense. I mean, there's nothing that Cedric Mullins can't do. Love him. Tyler Nevin. Tyler Nevin goes in B. Tyler Nevin made his debut it's impressed that he got a double his first time, um, which was really, really good, I think, for him. Uh, I know B's getting really chunky here just because, like, there are a lot of prospects. Um, but Nevin, I thought, had a slightly impressive, more impressive start. Um, currently not on the roster. I uh, got an option in Norfolk. Um, Tyler Nevin, I think, is going to be a, a pretty good guy overall. Um in years to come for the Orioles. Real Ruiz. Real Ruiz goes in below or trash. I mean, Real Ruiz, uh, I hate to say it, he had a kind of good 2020, like very streaky in 2020. Like got off to a really good start, then kind of fell off. Kind of got hot again, kind of fell off. Real Ruiz is gone now. He's not even on the team. So I think that just puts him in D right now. Um, and I think that's just where he ends up. Yolmer, also trash. No no bat, no bat whatsoever. Uh, and not even on the Orioles. They DFA'd him, like, right before the season started. So, Yolmer is gone. Uh, but great defender. Great defensively. Bad offensively. Just trash. Just bad. Anthony Santander. Anthony Santander goes in A. Anthony Santander, I think, is... The potential is really there. Potential is high on him, and just, like, he's super good. Um, he had, like, an unbelievable 2020, and, you know, he got named Most Valuable Orioles. Not really showing that this year, but I'm willing to put some stock into 2020, and I think uh, I think Santander's just a really good athlete, and he moves well. Um, you know, just got to stay healthy. Max Roller, Max Roller goes and see. I liked Max Roller, Big Ben McDonald's nephew, um, but quickly got DFA'd and returned to the Cincinnati Reds. Um, Stroller, I mean, he's getting DFA'd for a reason. Not that good. Um, so, I was disappointed to hear the news, but Orioles do it, did what they had to do, and I think, yeah. Uh, CJ, uh, Tanner Scott. Tanner Scott goes in a very high leverage guy. He's just going to be... In that category, the Orioles are going to rely on him for some higher leverage situations, and he's going to get it done. He's a fireballer. 
absolutely pumps gas in, which I love about him, and he's just he's very gritty on the mound, and I like that about him, so I think he goes in A. Pedro Severino, I hate Pedro Severino. He is trash, one of my least favorite Orioles. I mean, the man is just bad. Adley Rutschman is coming up this year, August, September, whatever you want to call it. He's coming up. Severino's on his way out. I can't wait for it. And, you know, Severino's just a terrible backstop. Like, not good defensively, not good offensively. Just, he's just bad. Flat out bad. Chancisco also goes in D. I mean, Chancisco, I mean, at least was a better defender than Severino. Um, and I say it was because Chancisco is now in the New York Mets. Um, and, you know, I think that, you know, the, the Orioles DFA him was hard, but, you know, they did what they had to do, and Chancisco is now in the Mets. I mean, he's very patient at the plate, um, walks a lot, or not really walks a lot, just patient, has his eye, um, but, and has some defensive value, but... As much as, like, he had that potential to be a, a star as a prospect, he just didn't show it at the Major League level. Orioles got rid of him. They did what they had to do. But honestly, I would have seen, rather seen him than Severino go out there every day uh, and be the catcher. So uh, that's just my opinion. But honestly, Austin Wins is having a nice little season. So I'm not, about, not mad about that either. DJ Stewart. DJ Stewart is A. DJ Stewart, I don't think, goes in a conversation with, like, Dean Kramer or, you know, yeah, he does. Now that I realize he does, DJ Stewart's just average. I mean, like, he has pop. He's shown it before, but just not on a consistent basis. DJ Stewart doesn't play every day. He's just kind of in a platoon in the corners. DJ Stewart, I mean, I like him. Just cool little player, but I don't think just has a ton of value, but he has some, so give him that. Cole Solcer, I don't like Cole Solcer. He's a C. I mean, at least he's decent, but... I mean, he just goes in C for me. Just not very good pitcher. Um, not trash, per se. Just, you know, not very good and not a ton of value out of a guy like Cole Sulcer. I think C is just a fair spot for him and where he falls. Dylan Tate, I like Dylan Tate. He is going to go in B. I mean, I need to see a little more out of him. I need to see more pitching out of him. I need to see him come out of the little bullpen more. I think with that, he can definitely move up to A. I mean, Dylan Tate's got the stuff to be a really good reliever, and I think we've seen that. Um, I just need to see it a little bit more, but he's definitely a guy that can reach A by the end of this year, if he can form, perform on a consistent basis. Dylan Tate, I'm a fan, I'm on board his train. Uh, Ramon Urias, Ramon Urias is below average, I hate to do it for the little Mexican, but, um, I mean, it just, it is what it is. I mean, you, you gotta face cold hard facts, um... Ramon Urias, just below average. I mean, he's gotten an option a couple times. Claimed off waivers by the, from the Cardinals, I think. So, I mean, like, Ramon, not much bat, not much glove. Just kind of playing shortstop right now because Freddie Galvis is injured. But Ramon Urias, just not a ton of value. Pat Vileka. Pat Vileka is... I want to put him in average so bad, or B, but I'm going to put him in C. I mean, Pat Vileka has not brought a lot to the plate. Um, and, or the field. I mean, he's just kind of been filling in a second base role. And I think that's just perfect for him. But overall, just not a very good performance. Only like one homer. Ten, roughly 10 RBIs. Pat Flake is just not very good. And that's just kind of a hit. It's Pat Flake. 
Caesar Valdez. Caesar Valdez is below average. Caesar Valdez, not a very good closer. I know the Orioles high on him uh, and his potential and stuff, but me personally, just not doesn't bring ton to the table. And you know, just what he does is not very good. I mean, he's not a very good closer. He's blown some saves. If you're a closer, you're only gonna blow like one or two per year if you're good. So I think that initially. It's just, it is what it is. And I think um, Cesar Valdez not bringing a lot. Wells, I'm going to put Wells in uh, A, I th think. Yeah, I'm going to put him in A. I'm going to give Alexander Wells benefit of the doubt. He's made his debut, and he's honestly looked pretty sharp uh, right out of the gate. I think he can stick around if the Orioles want him to. And Alexander Wells, I'm, 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 I'm feeling good about him. I mean, he's looked good. He's got his first win under his belt. So, you know, he's throwing the ball well, and I'm I'm, uh, I'm getting a little excited for him. Jamai Jones. Jamai Jones is in B. I've literally seen, like, nothing from him. And, like, what? I just... I, I really I really can't say anything about him. I, I just... I know he's, like, super athletic, but that's, just, like, really it. I don't know anything else about uh, Jamai Jones. And I'm excited to see him make his debut when he makes it this year. Um... But right now, just B. I mean, I, I've barely seen any highlights from Jemai Jones. Tyler Wells. Tyler Wells goes in S. I'm willing to put him there. Tyler Wells is a guy that can be used in a high-leverage situation. The Orioles can rely on him heavily. I mean, like, there's a reason that he's sticking around. I think he's going to be here for the whole season and not going to go back to the Twins, who originally drafted him. Rule 5 guy, you know, he's like, looks intimidating, but he's actually a really nice guy. I've seen him talk before. And just, you know, he's, he, he speaks well. Um, but, you know, he has that scowl. He has that, like, menacing look that, like, man, this is the guy that I don't want to face. And you really don't because, you know, the man throws absolute gas. Um, and I think that's just Tyler Wells in a nutshell. Bruce Zimmerman. Bruce Zimmerman is going to go in A. Bruce Zimmerman. You just see a little more out of him again. I mean, he hasn't been up that long. But I like Bruce Zimmerman. He's got excellent stuff. He's provided the Orioles chances to win, and I think that's just the issue right now. The Orioles can't really back him up, but he's a very solid pitcher. I can definitely see him getting an S, um, and he might actually move in a second if I want him to, but uh, I think right now it's just like A. I'm going to put Ryan Mountcastle in S. I think he can definitely deserve to be up there. And just, you know, Ryan Mountcastle, what he's done, it's just too good to, like, deny. Uh, and I think Bruce Zimmerman, um, uh, yeah, I think that's just where, what he does, where he goes right now in A. Because if we see more out of him, I'm going to put him in S. Um, but I think just, yeah, that's, Bruce Zimmerman is going to be A right now. So, so to recap it, we have officially finished. Uh, S is Cedric Mullins, Trey Mancini, Tyler Wells, John Means, Ryan Mountcastle. A is Anthony Santander, Keegan Aiken, Paul Fry, Tanner Scott, Alexander Wells, Bruce Zimmerman. Uh, B is Ryland Bannon, Isaac Matson, Mike Michael Bauman, Yusnel Diaz, Freddie Galvez, Austin Hayes, Dean Kramer, Jorge Lopez, Zach Lowther, Ryan McKenna, Tyler Nevin, DJ Stewart, Dylan Tate, and Jemai Jones. In the C category is Cole Sulzer, John Armstrong, Thomas Eshelman, Hunter Harvey, Matt Harvey, Travis Lakin Sr., 
uh, Max Roller, Ramon Rios, Pat Valleca, and Cesar Valdez. And in D is uh, Chris Davis, Wade LeBlanc, Ashton Gadu, uh, Felix Hernandez, Richie Martin, Rio Ruiz, Yomer Sanchez, Pedro Severino, and Chancisco. So that's it, and we're going to head to the outro. So that is pretty much a wrap for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And trust me, I will be a little more consistent, but no promises. Uh, make sure to go check out Bill in the Ballpark uh, after this episode. Uh, if you made it to the end, congratulations. You're fully through the episode. Um, congratulations. Um, I don't have much else to say. I hope you agreed with the tier list, but I think I already said that. Um, go check out Bill in the Ballpark. Um, and I think with that, I think that's just going to be a wrap for this episode. Nothing much else to say. Uh, and with that, we will see you next time.